0: I feel like I complain a lot. (laughs) And I mean, maybe I think I need to have some reconciliation about who I am as a personality. Um, You know, I am probably known to be hypercritical, um, not necessarily of individuals, but of processes, of data, of kind of everything. And I'm extraordinarily demanding. And so maybe you should take everything I say with a grain of salt because I really am expecting everything to perform at the optimal level, to have great results for everything to work out. So if that's not what you're shooting for, or if you're in a little bit more of a, hey, you know, things work out, they work out, or a little bit more of an 80% kind of person, I'm more of like a five nines kind of person, right? So maybe I'm not the right perspective on some of these things, but it feels like I complain a lot, or at least I'm pointing out a lot of things that are not particularly great, And I think part of this is because I hate being sold to, I hate being marketed to, I refuse to listen to advertisements. I refuse to listen to like BS speak where people just ramble on and stuff that really isn't very helpful or doesn't really inform me or isn't educational. And is just like sales talk. I hate that stuff, right? But so there are things where I think, and this is one in particular, I think there's a great need that we have in healthcare for things like benchmarking. And they exist in many areas. If you want to look at a car and how it performs relative to other cars, you know, how it performs in accidents, that that information exists. It's pretty well documented. And cars aren't exactly the most sophisticated things on the planet. I got to believe that, you know, some of the analytics that we're doing are more sophisticated than most of cars, especially given the fact that they're using like incredibly dated chips. Um, Side notes, my computer engineering included chip design. Uh, In undergrad, I actually specialized in VLSI and ULSI, which unless you're a real tech nut, it doesn't really matter. But they're using really old school chips in those cars, (laughs) like microchips for those of you that are, you know, uh, it's it's nuts. Um, So they're not exactly really technologically sophisticated products. Think of how long it took them to get off of things like carburetors. Um, so healthcare analytics, benchmarking, we should have organizations that we can go to where they act as a repository and an aggregator of data. Because one of the challenges that we frequently found is healthcare providers are reticent to give up their data. Um, Building companies are reluctant to do so. Um some people think their data is super valuable, so they want to give it up. Others are just concerned about competitive issues or are you going to sell the data and so on. So places like, pick whatever it is, uh, MGMA, CAP, um, uh, American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons, AAOE or uh, AOS, AAOS, AOE, whatever. Um, these organizations should be the places that we can go to that are going to aggregate data and help everybody because this should be one of the core functions that they provide. And yet more often than not, it doesn't really turn out to be very valuable uh, for most organizations, even if you provide the data and get something back. And so as an example, um, the MGMA has one for benchmarking where they've got something like 2,500 practices and they have something that they've put out about this. Um, It's a pretty long webinar, hour long view or something like that. And as you start going through this process, you notice that pretty quickly it becomes a sales pitch for many of the organizations who are involved. And aside from the fact that I hate that stuff, it drives me crazy, um, my perspective on this is if you are able to teach somebody something valuable in your webinar, in your presentation, in your course, in your materials, whatever it is, you don't have to sell because. If somebody is able to teach me something, I'll immediately go like, "Oh wow, these people know what they're doing." I actually want, I want to engage with them more. I want more of that. That helps me, right? So, you don't need to put on the sales and the sales stick. Um, so in this, this is where I'm going to go off on the, the negative part because um, <laughs> I talk about what it should be as opposed to what it actually is now. So in theory, it should be like, hey, we got all this data and we're going to analyze for you and benchmark and everybody's going to be able to get actionable information, keyword actionable, so that you can actually do something different in your practice, in your provider organization, in your billing department, in your billing company, whatever that might be. And yet <clears throat> the first person to speak um, is really hardcore on the analytics part in terms of the infrastructure. And they talk about some things that I think are right. And they say some things that are correct and valuable. Um, you know, we even talks about old school as sort of raising the top line in terms of quote revenue, um, providing actionable insights to control and improve clean claim rates. Great. Those are all good. Um, but then they kind of veer off into That's the old school stuff. The new stuff and by the way, we haven't even accomplished the old school stuff, so I don't know why we're into the new school stuff. Um, and by the way, we love sophisticated <laughs> algorithms, but if nobody's using it, eh, what's the point? Um, so they talk about presenting data in a way that everybody can align. Well, but they kind of skip the prior thing that they talked about, which is most of the conversations in revenue cycle management are about data quality, not about the actual results of the data or the output or what you should do. They're really talking about, like, is it good data or what is the data mean? All these kind of things. So, but they kind of skip that part, forget that for a moment. Now we move on to the next part. They say, you know, basically all you need to do is present the data in a way that everybody can align. Well, I'll tell you that that is definitely not the top problem that we encounter most of the time when we are out in building organizations, building departments, so on, because we can drop in data warehousing and roll it out and everybody has access now to the data. We can even create KPIs for them. So it's all visible, kick all those things out. And now in theory, everybody should be able to agree um, and quote align uh, around the data. And we've done all the cleanup and the you know, normalizing data, and all these kind of things prior to that, sort of the pre-processing before you actually drop it into data warehousing. And it still doesn't solve the problem. I mean, there are so many other problems from people don't have time to deal with it, to they don't have time to help you implement, to they don't even have time to express what their objectives are and what they want to accomplish with this, right? Um, Or you don't have people internally who have the capability of using it. So the key problem isn't just we don't have data that people can align around as many, many other problems. It's a very complex and very deep problem. Or They suggest that just knowing the top 10 issues to chase and fix basically gets you over the biggest hurdle. Well, that's not really true (laughs) because I can't tell you how many times we've tried leading people to water and then they can't drink because they got too much on their back already. They can't even, you know, they're literally laying there by the side of the lake and they can't drink, right? Um, Or they suggest that now everybody will be aligned around benchmarks and metrics. Again, that's assuming people use it. That's assuming people will take that information and do something with it. They will create some action plan. They will follow through in the action plan. And there are so many issues with that in terms of people not having bandwidth or the capability or other things, or even just a culture in the organization or incentives that God, I wish just dropping in data would solve everything. And and we are data fanatics. So it's not that we're knocking data proofing data. I really think you have a need to have a data centric and data oriented organization in order to be successful. But you got to have a lot of other things in order to make that happen and in order to execute off of that. So that's my sort of beginning rant. There will be more about this as the days go on.